Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today we are talking NWA Saturday Night on TBS from July 14th of 1990. We're coming off the Great American Bash pay-per-view, and this episode, Doc actually watched like three months ago. It wasn't three months ago, but this was the episode he watched when he was supposed to watch the June 30th episode, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, It is just Doc and I again. We are shuffling like casino dealers shuffling cards in Vegas and wherever else as we get these shows recorded so we can get them out on time. Lots of flipping and diving with our normal schedule. So Harper, actually, he's at work at the moment. But Doc, let me bring you in. It's just you and I once again, which last week wasn't bad. You know, I, you get used to having Harper, but, you know, we I think we show we can do it with just you and I. What do you think? Well, most definitely. My my job is a lot easier when Harper's here because it's a whole lot easier to set him up than it is to try to replicate the silliness that, that he brings to the table. So I have to kind of play a different role when he's not here and be the silly one and the straight guy or you get mad. So it's a little bit more difficult, but man, this show, we... Usually we come on here and talk about football, but we recorded our last show two days ago. So nothing's happened since the last time we recorded. So there's nothing to talk about there. I mean, in the shoot world, I mean, we may not even be alive when this thing comes out. I mean, <laughs> Don't it, say it, that. <laughs> it, it ain't even Thanksgiving yet. You can't say that, dude. That's Why? putting bad karma out into the universe. No, Speak I mean, like the yourself. aliens might come down and 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 pull a squash match on us i don't know speak for yourself dude what are you talking about no i meant the aliens okay it's any day now that they're gonna come down and probe us in the butt i mean you know it could happen that's all i'm saying it could happen see that's what i'm saying it could happen we we made this show may never come out that's what i'm saying but if it is we've all been blessed with another day here on the earth now so it's before Thanksgiving. Um, hopefully everybody is uh, three, four pounds heavier, and I'm sure the Cowboys took care of their business and all that. But we don't really know what's happening, and, and any current events talk would be um, just a guess, you could say. So I thought I would bring up something with you that is evergreen. This can be talked about at any time, but it's especially topical at this time of the year. 
You ready? I'm sitting here waiting for the nonsense you're about to throw at me. Well, this one is, we can follow this one under our, we, we need to roll in our, in our Rolodex over to the B's for broad logic. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. <laughs> so I don't think this is, this is kind of venting, but it's also a PSA to all the, the broads out there. Now, I don't know if this applies to the broads that listen to us, but, you know, it might. How much silly shit does your broad get worked up about that if she didn't get worked up about it, she would have time to actually do something valuable with her time? She gets worked up about some stuff, but based on how the things you tell me, LaFonda, a.k.a. Mrs. Doc, really gets worked up about a lot of stuff. Well, I just think they maybe it's so, not yes. worked up as much as it's misplaced focus. And you'll have to explain. I know what you mean, but you'll have to explain by what you mean misplaced focus, because how, they do. Okay, so, they do do that. I, I agree. OK, so how much time does Sasha spend on her nails? Well, she does her own, so... Okay, but how much time does that take? Um, Honestly, I don't know if that... It takes time, but it's not like... Here's the thing, man. I base it off of sometimes, like, I, I've known women in the past that go to nail salons, and they can waste hours, it seems. Oh, so, my, my, it's over here. And it ain't just Mrs. Doc. Her mom lives with us, and she's 70 years old, and she burned an hour in that place this morning. So I so I'm appreciative of the fact that she does her own and yeah. doesn't waste time and money. So money. so so when but, you ask me that question, I'm like, well, I hear you, bro. But I'll, here's the I'll thing. keep working here. So okay. first of all, mother in law's down there for an hour, seventy years old, ain't had a man in forty years, but is worried about what her nails look like. I mean, what are we doing here? <laughs> That's dirty. That's fucking dirty. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. I'm going to go to the next thing that might be um, kind of a thing for your folks. What? How much oh. time does Sasha spend on her hair? Uh, not as much as you think, because once again, she she does it. Oh, and my mother, well, my mother-in-law and her kind of do it together. So she together. got to the, this yeah, like, 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 like my, my mother-in-law, like my mother-in-law last night was putting braids in her hair. Oh, so, okay. so. Again, so, now, 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 let me tell you, that takes time, but she was watching, you know, something on television when Housewives, mother-in-law was doing it. it. Housewives of Voodoo County, show. I get it. Yeah, yeah. So, again, so, um, so, but, where, it, so where but it takes a lot say, of time. It takes a lot of time. Where would you say that Sasha spends, is it watching bad TV? Bad is TV. It, is it trying to decorate your house? Where, where's the misplaced focus? Because there is one. Bad TV, and when it comes to holiday decorations, that could be mm. a bit. See, I told you this one. would be timely for this time of year because that's uh -huh. that's a that's a big one. Yeah. So holiday that. See, here's the thing, bro. I'm not gonna say you know with the nails and the hair. I'm not gonna say there's not some misplaced time. But I get women need to gussy themselves up. It's just kind of what okay, they do. Okay, we'll get to that in a second. But but then here's another misplaced focus. Sticking their nose into your business. Well, I mean, that's 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 what women do. I mean, what do you 
you know, I mean, I don't want to spill the beans too much because we said we would keep this kayfabe. But you re- you got a big event you got to go to soon, probably a court date. I mean, I don't know. But you had to get, you had to get some different clothes because Sasha said you can't be wearing that. <laughs> that's not it's not quite true no court date but oh. yeah i had to i had to get some some clothes so my question is is if we're all even steven equal here you should be able to comment on her wardrobe bruh keep going i know where this is going so proceed unless you want me to jump in and cut a promo well i just you know i think that you as old as and decrepit as you are have lived long enough to know how to put clothes on your body. Mm-hmm. And if you have, if you're like, hey, what do you think of this? That's a whole different story than her sucking her teeth and inserting herself. Mm-hmm. And that street don't run two ways. There's five, it's a one-way street that's got five lanes headed to you and none in return. Yeah, so what Doc is saying here is, you know, I was... I had some dress slacks on a couple weeks back and I'm trying them on. Oh, I, I'm not trying them on, but I'm putting them on. And she's got a problem with the way the dress slacks look and fit. And I'm like, uh. so then me and doc were having a conversation away from the, the wives. And I said, and I, and we both were talking about how, yeah, they can critique what you might wear. But God forbid they put something on and you go, that what you wearing? Mm. Fucking hell is going to freeze over and you're going to be dead. Shooting that comment over to them. Was, how, was about saying, how about saying, I don't really like it when you wear that. That's another one. <laughs> Would get you shot. And so what? Here, so, so here's where I think we can go from venting and complaining to, to some real positivity as we form a a PSA for the broads out there. Stop spending your time doing stuff that your man don't care about your nails, (laughs) the holiday decorations. You know, look, we got kids. I got kids. They're still into this Christmas thing. So that's cool. We, we decorate the house. That's fine. But who are you decorating for? Who are you trying to impress all the time? It ain't me. I already told you I don't care about these things. So here's how you can save a whole bunch of time, a whole bunch of money, and really get over with your man. <laughs> okay, you did say something key there. Stop wasting time on things your man doesn't care about. Some men care about that stuff. Who? None of our listeners? I, I, I'm just saying. There are some who do. Now... I think they're working. I think the men that say that are working. I don't think they really care. The suburbs in this country are full of a bunch of Ric Flair's trying to get a five-star match out of a a broomstick on a weekend, bro. (laughs) That's true. I got to go to what? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. And then the first thing you do when you hear about this event that you forgot about four times already is check your your app to see what games you're going to miss. Boy, mm. that's preaching right there. Every Truly every event you out. go to is the women and the kids getting their best life lived and all the dads trying to figure out who can get the best reception on the phone so we can all huddle around it and watch that game. 
Man, I told you about that one time. I think uh, it's been many years, but we had a wedding to go to, and it was not the last time LSU won a national title. It was the time before that. And I forget who they were playing that night. But they were playing. It was, it was a big game that night, and they, she tells me, just just go. Um, she's like, just go go to the hotel bar and, and watch it. So I, I literally watched the, the wedding ceremony, stood there. Uh, they got married. I do, yada, yada, yada. Hey, everybody's happy, bullshit, you know, whatever. And then my wife, who's in the wedding, she comes over, and, and I, I confirmed again. I said, are you sure I can go over to the bar and watch this, and watch this game? Yeah, 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 go ahead. Why do you have to ask permission like a child? I didn't. I just was confirming. So she told me before the wedding and during it. Well, I go into the bar, start watching. Halftime comes around. I'm still in there. She comes up to me and goes, what are you doing? I'm watching the game like you told me to. Well, what about the wedding? You told me to come watch. You, you said, I don't care if you go watch the game. Well, I didn't mean the whole thing. Well, what? <laughs> What the what fuck? Else do you say that, what else do you say that you don't mean then? Yeah, yeah that's like how turn, you, that's how you turn it back on them. Yeah, I'm like, what do you what do you mean? She's like, well, I thought you just come in here bruh, and check every now sober. and then. No, ain't no checking. I'm watching the whole thing. When, when you're sober enough to remember what's going on, they don't like them. Fact, like, what did I? What did you say word for word? They don't like that because it's what they meant, but they didn't say it. That's their that's problem, right. but then becomes your problem. That's a you problem. <laughs> and that's when they, when you're drunk, you don't remember all that stuff. So they can kind of get you because you're like, man, did she say that shit? I don't remember. I wasn't listening. I'm fucking hammered. Fucking games on. But when you're sober and you can recall some facts, man, you're in bigger trouble than if you're hammered. You'd be better off caught balls deep in a strange hoe than that's nice. pulling up facts. That's <laughs> nice. So, so all I'm saying is this. Ladies. Your man's out there working hard. And whether mm-hmm. you believe it or not, we're doing a bunch of shit we don't want to do to try to keep you happy. Or at least quiet. <laughs> maybe, uh. maybe this holiday season, you should do something for your man that he actually wants. Not what you think he wants or what you want to give him. But what he actually wants. And I'm going to tell you that that list is a, you have very few options to choose from. <laughs> I think it was Chappelle or somebody is like, you know, play with his balls, leave him alone and make a sandwich. I don't even think the sandwich needs to be on there. I just make sure there's sandwich stuff in the house. I can make my own sandwich. Yeah. Let us yeah, watch a game in peace. That's nice. <laughs> oh boy. You're you're really you're really pushing the envelope on the This is what happens when Harper's not here. Boy. Yeah, you're pushing it today. Gotta have something besides just the wrestling. I mean you know, just bell to bell ain't gonna cut it. I mean we gotta we gotta put some sizzle to the steak, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Hey, uh, we do have some big contributors to the show. Maybe you should shout them out. I'm gonna pull up this five star review we got. I was about to say, um, in when you read that five star review, make sure you point out that it was left on November 21st. Uh, so we're we're way ahead. So if you leave one and if you've left one in the last couple of weeks, we didn't miss it. It just 
didn't get it didn't get read because we didn't see it because we're so far in advance but yeah special shout out to our largest page contributors monthly disrespectfully classy marky blassy mike childry joe ice thank you for your generous support on patreon each and every month it is greatly appreciated and i want to also mention uh again if you've signed up anytime between the tuesday uh before thanksgiving and a week a week and a half two weeks after thanksgiving and you haven't gotten mentioned as a new patron that's why it's because we've recorded this so far in advance due to our schedules and things that are going on in our lives. But I did want to mention, I noticed someone signed up on our Podbean patron service, which is still active. But I, I want to say, Scotty Bama, thank you for signing up. However, uh, you, you might want to make the move to Patreon at patreon.com slash territory or tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. That's the current Patreon service. That's We've been there for about three years now. The old Podbean one is still active, and I do load the shows there. However, when you're on Patreon, you get the video versions that we do. So, And then when we've done live streams, uh, those are, and we haven't done one in a while, but the live streams are on Patreon. So, Scotty Bama, thank you for signing up however you might want to make the move to patreon and you can get the video versions as well and also if you did want to sign up for the annual option uh, you get a month for free when you go that route so again that's tinyurl.com slash patreon btt thank you scotty for signing up uh, but make the move and if you're not a patron become one at tinyurl.com slash patreon btt it's the only place that you can listen to doc and i break down the great american bash pay-per-view which by the way doc dr blassie said he was very much looking or he enjoyed and was very much looking forward to it before he listened uh, he couldn't wait to hear us break it all down and the whole dudes with the attitude dudes with attitude stupidity angle uh, which, which agree, I think he agreed what you said. It was too close to um, Douglas and, and what's his name's tag team. So anyway, yeah, uh, become a patron. Tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. You can get the Great American Bash, all of our Clash of the Champions reviews, all of our pay-per-view reviews. The World Class shows are all there. The ECW shows, the NWA Power shows with the little fella, Half Pint, and Sparks. Now, Doc... I've got that out the way. Thank you if you're a patron out there, existing patrons. But I'll throw it to Doc. We do have a five-star review uh, that was just popped up on November 21st. So if you've sent one after that and it hasn't gotten read, that's why. It's because we're, again, very far in advance. What you got, Doc? We, I think this is a good one. Another, another. I don't say good one. It's a great one. Okay. Well, this comes to us from a, a person named Dead Socks. Yeah. That was weird, huh? I don't know who that is. I don't know. Adds class to my pod repertoire. I like that. Hmm. Now, I ain't often into listening to commie sheet like shit. But these fellas make me full mast as I open my ear holes up to Ivan Koloff promos. Heck, sometimes I even imagine shaving the Russian bear's back. <laughs> these gents bring the noise anthrax with public enemy style. Sometimes I get an eight ball, a lady of the night, a little tussin, and some dank IPAs, and boom. I throw on this bad boy, and I'm kicking it with class, style, and panache. Highly reco. That's, that's classy. Uh, it's, it's beautiful. I mean, it got me to thinking when I saw it. I was like, man, this dude, I don't know who it is. And if you are a patron or a regular listener for years or a patron... 
I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know who Dead Socks is, but I appreciate it. But uh, so if I you thought... if you had an eight ball and a lady of the night and some Tussin and a and a whole bunch of IPAs, and you had you could only get rid of one and you had to do the others, which one would you get rid of? I mean, I ain't doing no eight ball. I mean, so you're gonna get a hooker and Tussin and IPAs. Got it. I mean, you're you're okay. Hold on, you're making me make a choice between some sketchy things in there. So if you're gonna Force make me choice, make, yes. If you're gonna make me make a choice, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get rid of the eight ball. I, I don't want a hooker. I can tell you that much. Well, so I'm sure I'm, somebody. I'm, out I'm breaking the I'm rules. Sure I'm in, picking. I'm sure somebody in the listening audience would take that off your hands. No problem. Now, what what got me to thinking about his review, he was talking about Ivan Koloff promos. It's been years since we've had some great Uncle Ivan promos. So I, I it got me to thinking. I was like, I was wondering if you, I wonder if he's a new listener and went is you know, went back and listened to some of the old stuff. Because there's really early, no way to tell. Well, those early days, man, Uncle Ivan was a freaking great promo on those old shows with Uncle Ivan were tremendous. He was now, phenomenal. Now he also mentioned Anthrax, and they, this is the time period in 1991 where they collaborated with Public Enemy and did some rap stuff. Anthrax was very, very groundbreaking in the area of mixing rap with uh, rock and roll. Are you aware of that? Sure. Okay. Uh, this is also for all my Anthrax fans out there. Right around the time when the lead singer Joey Belladonna is about to split. And they're going to bring in John Bush from Armored Saint to lead. And they're going to take a whole new direction in, in the band in 93. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I know Fritz out there loves some Sound of White Noise. It's it's good. It's, it's, one of my, it's my favorite record of theirs, too. Bro, you me talking about... Get together, me and Fritz should get together sometime and listen to some Anthrax. You talking about Anthrax is, to me, is like... You may as well be speaking uh, another language, just for the what? record. Cause I, don't, I, I, I just don't know. Okay, well, open your. Does that help you? Open your ears and hold the microphone high, little fella. <laughs> little fella, stay out of my face and hold the microphone up high. Cause Stug gonna tell you. Yep. Nah, he's uh. Yeah, I, I don't. You got me with that one. Okay. Um, well, that's so, thanks for the five star reviews. They come, they're coming in again, and uh, that helps the algorithms do their thing, get us out there on the on the scene a little bit more, and uh, get more patrons in the door. Which means that that's our business model. If you need that exposed for you, there it is. So, uh, since we don't have any ads to go to, do you have any other of your crazy flips and dives before we talk about some wrestling? No flips and dives, but I mean, we're like basically two weeks away from Christmas at this point when this thing comes out. If my calculation is correct. ready, Mike. <laughs> it's, it's coming, dude. It, it, it comes quicker, quicker, the older you get. And I just sent you a text message. I want you to see this, uh, this cheeky baby meme. But anyway, uh, so I do need to mention because we are two weeks away, make sure you're using the BTT Amazon Associates link, tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. I get your order in now. Supply chains are, Nice and messed up. I thought Doc was overselling it for a long time, but man, I had to go get something today and boy, it was a pain. So anyway, tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Great way to support the show. If you can't be a patron because, you know, you don't have extra ends, but you're buying things off of Amazon anyway, use the link tinyurl.com slash Amazon. 
Uh, do it. Do like Cheeky Baby told you on Twitter when I pe- posted it like a couple of weeks ago and on Facebook when I posted it there. Uh, definitely would appreciate it. And put the, give the link to the wives, girlfriends, side pieces. I mean, you know, the, you're, these these women, they get on Amazon all day, all, all night, and they're buying stuff. Make sure they're using the link. Um, we'd appreciate I, it. If they're bored, that's where they go. They, they, they have no, like, self-control with it. Like you know, they, we've talked you know? about this. There's no, there's no purchase I ever make that I'm not like, should, do I really need this? There's that, that gag reflex at the, at the checkout. I, I hesitate constantly. I'm like, do I really, really want this? I, I do the same thing. Your bra doesn't have that. She's blowing right through that. It's the only place that she doesn't have a gag reflex. When it comes to your, your hog, she's going to be like, I can't. But this is where they don't have that gag reflex. So get that link in the browser. Get the link in the browser. Okay, Doc. So let me get the, the video going. And we're talking once again, July 14th, 1990. If you're only watching or in listening to the video version of this, I suggest you go back because we just did about 24 minutes of flips and dives on some broad logic stuff. You know, Doc and I love talking about that. Anyway, we're uh, just July 14th, 1990. And I guess it would help if I share my screen, huh? Uh, like I don't that? care. I don't you, watched it. The, you watched this episode, though, didn't you? I have seen it. That's, that's an improvement over last week. But anyway, uh, hold on. There it is. So we're coming to you actually from, if the history of WWE.com is correct, we are coming to you, coming from... Cobb County Civic Center in Marietta, Georgia. And this is gonna this is the pattern we're gonna fall into with Cobb County and a couple of other buildings that we're always in. Now, according to my records, although this is airing on the 14th, this actually was taped July 2nd. So kind of like what we're doing here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah, it's very much the old true. broads, those old broads are at the front again, and you know, shit, they may be dead by the time this thing airs. That's nice, Doc. What uh, so- you Look at them, man. They're white-haired, you know? I I didn't say they aren't. Lex Luger's literally kissing babies. I missed that the first go-around. Would you let Lex Luger kiss your baby? No, not Lex back then, not Lex now. No. Anybody who out there, it's not just Lex. I don't want any athlete or wrestler kissing my baby. How about this? Okay. Stranger. No stranger. Don't kiss my right, kid. Right. Let's no. let's broaden that. It's not. Hey, Brian Carr's got an interesting look here. Yeah, I'll get to that in a second. Jim Ross and Bob Cotto open the show for us. They're in front of a green screen. At least it appears that way. Uh, it feels a bit of their opening was cut off on the version we got, but we go what we got. And like Doc said, we got Lex Luger versus Brian Carr. He's got a good look as a pro wrestler. This Brian Carr guy. I couldn't find much information on him, Doc, <laughs> and so. If anybody out there knows some information on him, keep in mind, again, we're recording this very far in advance, post in the Facebook group or on Twitter. I didn't find much information on him. Um, He worked under a couple of different names. One article says he was in world class. Yeah. But that's not right as the Terminator thing. I don't think that's right on first glance. It's something I'll have to ask Lance. I think... The thing was someone else, but I don't want to ruin it for world class people, so I'm not going to say who the thing was. He looks maybe like I'm Jimmy wrong. Garvin in good shape. Yeah, a much more buffer Jimmy Actually, Garvin. Actually, he looks like if Jimmy Garvin and Michael Hayes had a kid. No, he don't look like that because Hayes in doesn't the face. have the. 
He he's again. He's got a really good look. So he does look. Hey man, good. you think those white haired broads like Doris down there on the front clapping is like? I mean, I haven't I haven't had sex in thirty six <sighs> years, but I would. I mean, it's getting a little wet down there with Lex out there. What's wrong with you? I don't think they're thinking. Well, they maybe they are thinking that. Broads are yeah. dirty, man. They are. So we get a picture-in-picture picture promo that is completely WWF style, if you look at it, from Lex and Luger. And completely covering one-third of the screen and one-half of the action. Yeah, they, and I, I don't know if you noticed, but, you know, Lex is, it's a it's a green screen behind him, and it's got this Flex with Lex graphic on the left to the to the, to his shoulder, on his above his shoulder. Um, they're going to do this a lot. They're... But they are covering most of the screen on the picture in picture, which is dumb. It's very WWF like. Do you think? Uh, of course. Yeah, it's just bad. I'm sure your panties got wet when you saw it, though, right? Well, that guy didn't run the ropes real well there, did he? No, uh, he doesn't. He doesn't look bad, but he definitely He's looks green. like he. Yeah. Even there, like, okay, let me show you something. He's so struggling this, to get his feet right. Well, yeah, Lex is trying to put him up over the rope, and instead of him lifting his left leg up to get it on the other side of the rope, he doesn't do it, and then he realizes Lex is trying to do it so that Lex can hit him with the superplex off the second rope. He just doesn't look like he's got... Look, I don't he's think struggling. it should be... So he, oh. he didn't even help Lex. He, I mean, yeah. he had to know that's what Lex was doing, so what he needed to do was get his feet up on the top turnbuckle. That way he could help Lex and push off, but he doesn't. Lex has to I got. I read something that over. said this guy was a bodybuilder, which he doesn't I mean, really look like a bodybuilder, but... No, he could have been a bodybuilder during off-season right here. So, um... Because he's not... He What bodybuilders do is they cut weight, so he could be, and he's just got to trim the fat. And I don't like calling it a superplex if we're not going to the top. I agree. I just was trying to paint the visual for those not watching that aren't patrons because you could watch it if you go to tinyurl.com i'm not talking to those people anymore okay so anyway we've entered, well, the, we've entered the part of the show where i'm just speaking to the paid audience he everybody else turn it off he sandbagged the piss out of him um okay doc any other thoughts on the match before we go to this glorious tommy rich promo uh no <laughs> okay lex wins w- with the superplex and he pins him uh, here we go. Let's go to old Tommy Wildfire Rich in front of a green screen. You know, I say hey to all the wrestling fans out there saying it's good to be back with the NWA. It's good to be lost away. And, you know, it's good to be back with the competition. You know, a lot of things going on with the NWA. And the first thing on the list is the four horsemen. They've been riding roughshod over everybody. Well, we got the dudes with the attitudes. There's some new changes fixing to happen to the four horsemen. And then the serious part of my business, Stan Hansen, the man that I thought was my real good friend, used to have the Georgia tag belts together. Had the picture up and showed my babies. Something I was proud of. Later on in this show, in just a little bit, it's coming up. It's come down to you and me, Stan Hansen. I wasn't coming out trying to take care of your business. I was coming out to try to get the people to see the athlete you was. Well, your whole attitude's changed. You're not the Stan Hansen I knew, and you never will be. So right here later on, Hansen, I'm just going to be just like a Timex. You might whoop me, but I'm going to keep on ticking. And when it's all over, I'm going to come out on top because all of my people is going to be out there hollering, Go Wildfire, go! All right. Tommy Rich cutting a promo. Can't miss one that we, you know, we got to see him and Stan Hansen later, I guess. Doc, I bet you love that. 
Uh, it was all right. I mean, I like him bringing up the stuff that they they held the straps together back in the day, and he showed his babies that. I mean, that that's not a bad promo. I mean, I, I didn't have a problem with it. Me either. Like a Timex watch, and that he'll take a whipping, but he'll keep on ticking. Fantastic sure. promo from the greatest NWA world champion of all time. He's the best. Now, yeah, I got a question. Sure Go is. back about this. So, go back about what? What? what, what that what you, headache you, powder. We've talked about this. These terrible goodies headache powder commercials. Why is it? Why is it only the Souths? Guess because they were marketed into the South. You think what that guy? So you think that guy at the beginning celebrates diversity? Ralph Emery? Absolutely yeah. not. And then what about Kyle Petty? He's already said some things. Right, okay. I got something that's even worse than there golf. black folks in this commercial. I think I know. I know you're trying to be funny, but there I got something worse than uh, um, golf, hockey, and and baseball, and that's NASCAR. Worst. Oh, it's boy. the worst. It's the worst. It's the worst. Why is it the South leading headache powder? That's why would you limit your market like that? Let's get some distribution channels up north and make some money. They were selling it up north, man. That's what's I want to snort some goodies and have a hell of a time. Look at this commercial. They've been soaking. Commercials have been soaking. Can you people. tell the people? No, you, you're starting to make me mad. You can't just say, look at it. Just at least say what kind of commercial it is. Now, if they want to see you, it. I'm only speaking to the patrons, and the patrons are he's watching. He's talking this. about this is... the Association of Retired Americans. It, it claims to be a nonprofit organization, and they're milking the marks out of money. This is no different than Dynamite and Namath out there telling you to sign up for the benefits you deserve. How does that work? What is that business model? There's just a company that's sitting around, sitting on a pile of pyramid of cash, and when you call, they just shovel it in a bag and send it to you. Old people are stupid. Well, I worked all my life. I deserve it. Get the fuck out of here. There's a lot of young people who are dumb, too. What are you talking about? Well, There's I'm a lot of I, we'll, people I already We get to them later. I'm talking about these old folks. You got to watch your parents, man. You go over visit them, and they're like, well, we signed up for a reverse mortgage with a balloon payment like the day we were dead. Happy inheritance. Thanks. <laughs> all right. So Jim Ross, after all those commercials, throws to a wrestling wrap-up magazine segment. This is going to be a thing uh, over the next, wow, for a while, uh, the, as my memory recalls. And basically, he's going to show the, or they'll replay the introductions of Vader and Eligante from the Great American Bash pay-per-view. If you want to see that or... Here, Doc and I discuss it. Become a patron. tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. You can get access to all of that wonderful stuff from the bash. And on that note, Doc, did you have any thoughts from the replay of that information? What word did you say? What do you mean, what word? Oh, replay. Did you say replay? Yeah. Nah. All right. Well, we then got to go to a promo. This is Sting. Post-match. After the Great American Bash pay-per-view in his match with Ric Flair, I know Doc couldn't wait to hear this one, too. Let's hear what Sting's got to say after his big victory. Yeah! 
Sting the champion, the NWA World Heavyweight Champion. It has to be a dream come true. You know it is, especially when you're going up against somebody like Ric Flair, the Nature Boy. I think really, honestly, I said it before, but he is the greatest world champion of all time. Big shoes to fill. I'm going to do the best thing. Best job. Yeah, I can feel it coming any second too. You know what I'm talking about? Get ready, champ! Get ready for what, man? These guys got me paranoid in here. I don't even know what to say. Except for thank you very much. Oh man, stuff is cold. The party started, and it's Sting, the NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Well, Doc, um, Sting is 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 our world heavyweight champion. I know it, I know that excites you greatly, right? Yeah, and he just went out there and put you know justified everybody's faith in him by cutting a kick ass promo to celebrate his win. You got me parent. He admitted to being paranoid at his friends trying to celebrate him. What kind of dumb shit is that? Then he can't even celebrate with the champagne. Come on. This guy is a jobber. Nuclear heat. Um, From who? It wasn't that bad. It wasn't even a minute long. It was terrible because he's the champ. Should have put that shit on Lex. I was dying because Dog is back there. Yeah, yeah, you tell him, champ. (laughs) I'm just surprised he had his mouth cleared so that he could speak and wasn't full of food. That's nice, Doc. You really got to act like that, huh? Well, we'll keep moving. I don't have much from it. He just was back there celebrating. The next matchup is the Fabulous Freebirds versus the Southern Boys. And this thing starts off hot with the Southern Boys, uh, but the Freebirds eventually are going to take control. Mid-match, we did get a commercial for Braves Baseball at 5.05 Eastern. So uh, um, I guess that meant this Saturday we're watching aired at 4.05 because they made it sound like it was coming up right after this. Um, So anyway... We had some spectacular Braves baseball after this, and there were a bunch of commercials. A&W Cream Soda, Big Metal Shaver, Nolan Ryan, yada, 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 Spy Maker the Movie or something like that, Eckerd Drugs, just tons of shit. I mean, the commercials went on forever. Anyway, I'll throw it to you, Doc. I do have some stuff. I got a timestamp from this thing. But uh, what do you have from these two teams who we're going to see, I believe, a lot at this point? They are. They're going to be paired together for quite a while. If my just you know, not having watched this stuff, but looked at it, you know, uh, kind of read ahead. Um, they're going to be paired together a bit. I wish that that had stayed with the Midnights after that Great American Bash match. But, you know, whatevs. Yeah, that was phenomenal. Again, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. You can watch it and listen to us, doc, listen to Doc and I break it down. We laugh at the clowns that the Freebirds have become. But they're not going to have terrible matches. They might be slow at times, but they're not going to be have terrible matches. And the Southern boys have really brought it. Yes. We laugh at the Freebirds, but it's more of a, a the look of it. And they're just not the Freebirds that we know and love and think that are great. Jimmy Garvin is a hell of a wrestler we loved him as jimmy garvin in world class even in crockett but him and hayes the look is all i can't the the glitter they had glitter on at the pay-per-view we talked about that 
nauseum. Mm. It's just it's just a it's just a weird look, man. And I don't know, man. It this they're just not what we know and love. But it's fine. I mean, this match actually was was good though, uh, between these two. And you got four guys who know what they're doing. I mean, Hayes isn't the greatest wrestler in the world, but he's a hell of a performer. So it works. And of course, Smothers and Steve Armstrong are tremendous. Anyway, I got a weird question for you here or observation hat. Steve Armstrong is better here than he was in Smoky Mountain. I think so. We also And I wonder if it's just by promos. the time I just wonder if it's by the time he got to 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 Smoky, he was just kind of I've been to the big time. It wasn't what I wanted. I didn't like it. And it kind of knocked the luster off of his desire. He wasn't bad in Smoky Mountain, but he's good, really good here. He's really good. He's not the greatest promo. That's the thing. But he's so good. I mean, him and him and Scott are like the same way. They're both like just so good in the ring. Um, They just weren't like outstanding promo guys, even though they, they did have some good ones. But yeah, I, I think... um. Man, he just didn't need to talk. He would have been fine because he know like he's got the moves. He's a good, he's a really really good babyface here. I mean, just think about this match. Look at him. The fans are reacting. The pay per view, him and Tracy were phenomenal, and the, the reaction he got, they got during that. He's just good, man. I don't know, like, and I, he is better. He's not bad in Smoky Mountain, but he is better no. here. If you, if you were to rank him, you'd say, yeah, was he better yeah, here he, or there? He's got that, he, you know, they they still have the, the they're still climbing the mountain here. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Doc. Um, you know what's on any, the side of that mountain? Go ahead and tell me, because I know okay. you want to. <laughs> well, I'm going to work, um, work my way to the, to the, finish now so um steve armstrong is going to throw garvin off the top rope uh garvin he's gonna throw him off the top rope then armstrong had been taking the heat he's gonna make the hot tag to smothers and here comes when he gets him off the top rope throws him into the ring it's old rick flair bump you know rick sells it see how they do that where they hesitate Garvin sells it for a second. That's perfect. That's exactly what you want. You don't want the guy to just go up there and throw him. You want him to actually go, no, and sell it. And, and Garvin did a great job. So Armstrong is going to make the hot tag. Uh, Smothers comes in. He's fired up. He delivers a big flying elbow to Garvin and a backdrop. And then he hits Hayes with a nice drop kick. Then Armstrong comes back too. And he slams Hayes off the top as all four guys are in the mix. Smothers and Garvin are the legal men. That's the key here. Smothers has Garvin rolled up for the pin, but the ref is distracted. Hayes hits Smothers with a clothesline, and Garvin ends up pinning Smothers. I want you to see it in a second. I don't understand why the ref is distracted. So I hate to be armchair booker because there's enough of that nowadays, but it just is very, very odd that he's just so distracted. Maybe um, Doris. In the front row, was chirping at him. I mean, the the legal men here are still Smothers and Garvin. Why, why, watch? But yet, well, he's on Armstrong. He, yeah, see, he's on Armstrong. He's distracted. That's what I don't get. This is 
this is bullshit, to be honest. If you're gonna if we're gonna tout the things we love and call out the things we hate, this is one of them. He's distracted by Hayes and Armstrong, who are not the legal men. Tracy and Garvin are the legal men. Why is Armstrong distracting him so much that he's got to argue with Armstrong on the outside? Now, the finish looked great, the way Hayes delivers that clothesline to Smothers as Smothers has Garvin rolled up. But I'm calling BS. This, like, you know, the old saying, everything was airtight, brother. Why is he distracted by the two guys who aren't the legal men? No sense. It makes no sense. Your thoughts? You're watching it here with the, me. I yeah, I was I was getting a little sip of water. Hear you. Um, you know we're we're broadcasting there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I thought that the way the finish looked overcame the referee's stupidity. <laughs> okay. And you'd have thought the ref figured you, but that ref, you'd have thought he left. He figured he thinks he left a hundred dollar bill on the outside of the ring. You really would. I mean, I mean you told he, him you if you'd have told him that Cindy Crawford was hanging out down there fucking spread eagle you'd have wouldn't have had a better, you know, set of confusion. I'd rather they just bump the ref than do that do what they did. Oh no. I mean it just it just was uh, I hate to use a cornet term, lazy booking, but I don't get it. But I get the, I get the finish. I thought it was a good match, and it's going to set up a few months of uh, togetherness for these teams. Yeah, fair enough. There you go. We then we then go to. I got a I got a question for you here. So we're gonna I'll, I'll set it up for you. We're going to Sid Vicious standing next to him as Arn Anderson cutting a promo. I want to ask you as we start to wipe into this scene: Is Arn Anderson's wearing a, a four horseman t shirt? So he's not dressed like he's being forced to go to a social function that he didn't want to go to. This is, this is, uh, you know, I'm going to run down to the grocery store and get me another six or a Miller light. But, um, is that shirt tucked in? You think? Probably. Yeah. I don't think there's any question that that <laughs> t-shirt is tucked in. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with yes. I, I think it's tucked how, in. how often do you tuck in your t-shirts? T-shirts? Never. T-shirts. Never right. I mean, things well, have changed I, in the world, though. You people used to tuck their t-shirts in. I still see older men, like not much older than us. I think with tucked in t-shirts sometimes, and I say not but much I'm, older. Here's what surprises me more is when I see like a seventy-year-old dude not doing it, and like especially if they're at like the store or something, and they're wearing that button-down shirt and not tucking it in. I'm like, dude, you're you're pretty good for an old dude. Like we should party. <laughs> yeah, I guess. We'll get a mother and daughter team together. You know what I'm no, saying? No, that's nice. That's not. Come on. I guess it would be a grandmother and a mother. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Come on, Carl. Let's go get some broads. Hey, that sounds good. I ain't got broads since fucking Vietnam. Let's do it. Wow. <laughs> wow. Let's go now to Arn Anderson and Sid Vicious as Doc was setting it up. Pay attention to Arn's. Uh, T-shirt, Four Horsemen T-shirt, which is probably tucked in. And Sid finally doesn't have a tux on. I want one of those, though. Sid doesn't have a tux on. He's bare-chested, actually. That's a is first. Is it the cleaner? Think. Probably. Here it is. Hey, a miracle is a moment of divine intervention. Well, Lex Luger, you are the product of one miracle. 
Never again, my friend. Tell him, big man. You better remember that, Luger. It was a one-time and a one-time only deal. That, I promise. They tell me that something's going on with the horsemen. There's adverse conditions. The horsemen are involved in turmoil. Maybe we're looking at the breakup again of the horsemen. Well, when you look in these eyes, you see an Anderson, you see a horseman, you see a man, maybe you hate his guts. Maybe the sight of me makes you want to puke, but you know each and every time you look in these eyes, you see the God's truth. And when I think about you, Sting, and I think about you, Luger, and I think about you, Junkyard Dog, and Orndorff, and I think about that giant, all the things that everybody said would come to pass are beginning to come. And I'm talking about in the end times. These are the end times. Your end times, my friend. What happened at the bash is just to scrape the surface of what's going to happen. A lot of people jumped on the horsemen in this world. A lot of them became a product of a horrifying resume. That resume's a mile long. We'll tell you one time and one time only. It's real easy to jump on the horsemen, but it's a lot harder getting off. Guaranteed. So, uh, Arn actually goes a little Tim Horner at the end right there. How come it <laughs> sounds so much better when he says it? It really does, because he talks about it's a lot easier Bro, to jump I, on I think I need to steal off. that. You may hate my guts and all this, but when you look in my eyes, you see the truth. That's my manifesto for Doc, man. Okay. <laughs> you, I, you know, you've been talking to the listeners out there. They, they're like, man, I want to hate that son of a bitch, but God damn it, he's fucking right all the time. God damn. I don't know about right all the time is the, word, the, is the words of choice. Todos el tiempo para mis amigos españoles. Wow. Uh, yeah, he... Man, it does sound a lot better coming from Arn. And Arn also got me when he said Lex was the product of a miracle. Uh, Lex Lex wrestled so, Lex wrestled Mark Callis on the no no we're, the but see they're referring back to the clash which was yeah, kind of yeah. dumb. I got you yeah, uh, and Lord knows when they were taped this actual interview. Um, you know who this who thing knows? is this whole these whole shows are collage efforts where they're just copying and pa- cutting and pasting shit in. Well, and again, this is this is. The actual in-ring stuff is from July 2nd. So that's why I say I don't know when this promo was actually cut. It's just, it's interesting but if you think about it from that Let me just, we can focus on all the bad. But how great is it to have Arn Anderson back in this promotion cutting promos? Well, he's been back in the promotion for a while, but just the fact that they're letting him cut some promos. I mean, because that's... Never let him leave again. Never let him leave. Well, and he doesn't really. <laughs> I mean... He doesn't, he's there till the end at this point. So I, but, but you're making a critical mistake when you do not let Arn Anderson cut promos weekly on TV and they don't all have to be two, two and a half, three minute promos. You can just have a minute. I mean, I don't get why they don't understand that. You know, he doesn't need to create a sermon every single week. And that's what I never understood about how they, just didn't have him cutting promos for was arachnophobia was arachnophobia on your top five all-time movies no and what we're doing now is uh but arn anderson is you got to have him cut promos um and you're right they're calling back to the bash it's, it's just so much here they're, they're they're not really talking about the pay-per-view because well the pay-per-view 
hasn't really happened yet. Although you could have cut a promo and then just insert it since it's there and after. But anyway, uh, Doc's talking about the next series of commercials. There's a ton of them. Arachnophobia, the movie. I barely remember that, but there's multiple ads for this this going on here. Um, milk commercial, bubble tape, cooking oil, all kind of nonsense. But anyway, any other thoughts, Doc, as we on yeah. Arn or the commercials? There are a lot Don't of Oh shit. I know. I'm I'm going back. I'm going back. Let me go back. <laughs> let me go back. All right. So we come out of commercials and we got Bob. Hold Connell. on, let me get to the money printer. I need to turn it to the reverse setting. We come out of commercials and we got Bob Cottle and Jim Ross. They're talking about Sting running the gauntlet in an upcoming Friday, Saturday, and Sunday episodes of the NWA and WCW. Uh, we missed something earlier in the show because they, they did explain this, I think, at the beginning or there was something that was clipped from it. Um, I know you've got plenty of notes on this as they explained this running of the gauntlet. But basically, it's you've got the Saturday night episodes and then you've also got the Sunday night main event. And then I guess you got the Friday night show, which I can't remember if that would have been worldwide at that point or whatever. But point is, when you think of a gauntlet, Sting is going to have to... We'll have to see, but apparently going to have to run a gauntlet of competition between Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Stay tuned. We'll see if it happens or doesn't. But the thing is, when they, they're going to do this gauntlet thing over the next couple of months, I believe. The thing is, we're only watching the Saturday night show. So if you're not watching the Friday or Sunday, you don't really see it. Now, sometimes they do show some of what happens on the, fri on the Friday or Sunday show. So keep that in mind. But anyway, there's, there's going to be this gauntlet thing. And I don't know. I, I'm not a big fan of it. Now, on that note, we are going to go to the next match. Let me rewind, Doc, because I feel like you got some thoughts as these two guys come out. We've got the Star Blazer versus Cola Khan. <laughs> the Star Blazer. I know you looked it up, Doc. Do you know who Star Blazer is? Jib jiving, socializing. Tim Horner. That's right. Uh, Tim, and he's not even the problem here. He's under a hood, but he ain't the... Oh, God. Tim is being escorted to the ring or led to the ring or he's actually Seconded. behind Tim. Seconded. That's the words I'm looking for. By Norman the Lunatic, but he's not Norman the Lunatic. He is Trucker Norman. Now, here's what they tell us on commentary. Norman's dad passed away. And his dad was a truck driver, passed away recently. And his dad was a truck driver. I'm going to come back to this guy in a second. Hold on. Let me, let me, let me rewind it because I know you want to say something about Cola Khan's appearance. Uh, Norman's dad was a tr truck driver. And now Norman uh, has on overalls trying to look like a truck driver in, in the trucker hat. Do you want to talk about that first or do you want to talk about Cola Khan? Let's talk about Cola Khan real quick and then come back. This guy has a great look for 1990. He like today he looks like he'd pull out a, you know a light tube and like try to eat it or something in the ring. But he, I mean nobody he looked like he he looks real. <laughs> yeah. He's got a mohawk, he's got the Fu Manchu He's got that far away look in his eye. This guy looks like he could do some damage. He's got a really interesting look. He he's 
he's interesting looking. He, he I mean, he, I got one complaint. Did I lose you? Somebody had to walk into his room. I got one complaint about this. Did somebody walk into the and room? He's from Mongolia when he's obviously from Mississippi. Well, yeah, I mean, his name is Kola Khan. So when you first hear the name, you're thinking, you know, you think of like Killer Khan or Tijo Khan, which Tijo Khan wasn't Filipino or whatever they built them as. But the point being, when you hear Kola Khan, you're thinking of a foreigner. Um, and I don't mean that in a derogatory hey. way. Just saying you'd see that as somebody who's Some not an American. Asian persuasion. Sure. Foreign. I mean, there's no, that's not a bad word today. It may be mm-hmm. 10 years from now. Who knows? You can't. I believe you mean somebody who is international. Yeah, there you go. That's it. So now what's funny about Cola Khan is I got some notes on something Jim This Ross guy's says. name is Paul, I bet. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> he's got a mohawk and he's got a Dutch Mantel style mustache, but nothing on the sides. It's not long. It's not a beard, but the way the mustache hangs on the sides that's why i say dutch mantel but he he doesn't have the beard like dutch so that's probably not correct this is interesting so we've talked about his appearance at this point the dude is definitely not (laughs) international um he's got a great look for 90 jim ross had me dying he says this guy certainly doc keep it clean let's not get too deep into this he says this guy certainly doesn't look like a young republican and Bob Cottle, who, again, was one of Jesse Helms' friends, gets a chuckle out of that. So, <laughs> I laughed a lot just at that comment. Did you catch that? that? What he's, well, that's code word for he's not a real good American, good real American. <laughs> All right. There you go. Um, and, and the thing is, if you look at Khan's attire, he's got, he doesn't have tights on. He's got, like, the black pants like Kabuki used to wear. Um, they're not, you know what I'm saying, doc? I don't, I don't know how else to explain them. So it's like, he's supposed to be from, as they used to say in the eighties, I wouldn't say this now, the Orient. Remember they used to say that about Kabuki. Mm-hmm. It's like, they're trying to build him as that, but he's definitely a red blooded American with a different haircut. The dude, nothing about Boogie, nothing about this dude. Hey, says, Rob, hey Rob, do you think you could go get me another beer out of the fridge? Yeah, I told told you to call me Colacon. I'm trying to get in character so that I can answer to that name. I mean, he needs not open his mouth because, you know, he cannot speak (laughs) like he's from there. Anyway, so they start talking more about they're talking about that. And they also talk about the gauntlet that's coming up and whatnot that they mentioned a few minutes ago. And Jr. says, that's what it is. It's the power hour on Friday and then Saturday on TBS and then Sunday on the main event. So you got these three matches that are happening on these gauntlets. And if a win, if a wrestler wins all three nights, he gets $15,000. If he loses, the wrestlers will share 15 K. So the three guys that are in a gauntlet match, so you got sting will go through a gauntlet. Those three guys that he's facing in that gauntlet. If any of one, any one of them win, they all split the 15 which is dumb. If Sting wins, he gets the 15,000. I hate it. It's dumb. You know what this tells me besides too many goddamn rules. It's not lazy booking. It is. Kevin Sullivan and woman took off for Japan to wrestle. And so we have nobody that understands heat, how to book heat that's willing to do it. And so we don't have anything to do. So let's do this. I, I, I 
think so. I think you're right. Um, maybe. Who knows? A Jim Hurd thing? I don't know. It's just, it sounds dumb. Doc, I'm, I'm going to advance now to the 3425 mark of this episode. And I, I'm doing it because I swear I heard a boring chant. Let me know if you hear it too. Of this contest. Con on top of Starblazer. Well, we talked about the fact that the quickness and the speed and the agility of Starblazer tends you to believe that he's certainly not a... Do you think they're chanting yes. boring? Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. I mean, and they're, they're in, the ladies in the front row, again, patrons, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT, they're orchestrating it. Look at this broad. She's got her hands in the air like she's she's in the orchestra. Hey, do I need to bring back Lex Luger's out there? Her. I want to suck his dick. Look at her. She's she's orchestrating the boring chant. Uh, yeah. I, back in the day, if you get those grannies and nip of, of Ripple, and get them to the wrestling matches. They're the most likely to be sticking a shiv in your side. It was a better world back then when grannies had an edge to them. When, when they could cut you with a blade? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, congrats, man. Huh? Glad you feel that way. Okay, so on that note, I'll go to the finish. Uh, we, we work our way there. The finish is a top rope bulldog. And it doesn't look good. Uh, here it comes from the star blazer, Tim Horner. Uh, he even his backflip. He, I guess he's trying. Like, did you catch that move when he sends Khan nah, into the corner? Tim Horner. What do watch I care? it. Watch it. Horner. He gives him a turnbuckle. Now watch. He slings him into the corner. Irish whip. And then watch. He tries to do like the flip. <laughs> and he oh lands, no! He, he lands he like was... eight feet too short. <laughs> the back elbow. It's terrible. Why does Tim then, Horner need an alter ego? What is he, Curry Man? Don't insult Curry Man like that. Curry Man was actually entertaining. I know. I used to laugh my ass off at Curry Man. That was Christopher Daniels. Yeah, I mean, you've heard him tell the story about Curry Man, right? Where yeah. I mean, he's just like, I basically was took a pile of dog crap and needed to turn it into something, and it's exactly what Speaking he did. Speaking of piles of dog crap, let's revisit Trucker Norman. Yeah, please, because we're going to see a lot of him over the next few months, I believe. What do you got? Yeah, what are you thinking? With? Okay. No, no, seriously. Thoughts on Trucker Norman? How, how does... I need somebody to explain to me how a criminally insane man gets behind the wheel of an 18-wheeler within eight nine months. Well, because his father passed away and it changed his life. That's not enough for me. I don't feel safe on the roads with the criminally. Well, I mean, if they'd have made this a real character, he'd have been had half his mouth full of methamphetamine pills and the other and the other half full of tobacco and just be doing that scene. That's not going to work for you, brother, right? That excuse. It just it's not enough. Hey, I'm waiting for the day in ten years where the we don't even have truckers anymore. That's These trucks gonna, are well, driving themselves. Then the supply then the supply chains are fixed, pal. Well the trucks will eventually drive themselves or the drones are gonna drop stuff off, but for the time being, the trucker that's not going anywhere. Is that the uh, autonomous That's what I need to clear. share the road with is some jackass that barely struggled with a GED that cuts me off in the fast lane every time that shit you want to talk about nuclear heat you man. are I'm, an asshole let me tell you that right now no, just no, listening no. to if what I'm you just said 80, that you, you're I'm, an asshole 
if that makes me an asshole, then I'm an asshole. You ain't going to get over on me on that. Because if I'm doing 80 in the fast lane and you want to do 57 instead of 56 and you try to pass the trucker you're behind and I got to slow down to 60, bro, I hope I could drive you. I wish I could drive you off the road. You're the Seriously. typical and, jackass. And see the flames and see the explosion and flames in my rear view mirror. And I'm going to tell you this. There's a whole bunch of people out there listening to me. You're like, man, that's a dickheaded move, but he's right. Man, nothing kills your time and your speed and your pace more than an 18-wheeler getting in your lane for no good damn reason. You're the guy out there. We got a lot of truckers that listen to us. I know that for a fact. You're the asshole out there who complains about when stores don't have things or they're not stocked up and you're the main dude. You're the type of dude that does that while at the same time can't respect the fact that it's not easy to navigate those things. And I know quite a few truckers. I know quite a few of them. I'm not talking to those truckers. Our listeners are staying in the right lane, listening to BTT on the road and getting all of our goods and goods to where they need to go. I'm oh, talking okay. about other truckers. Why right, do you have to right, be a right. jerk? No, you're the asshole who cuts the truckers off. Oh, I do not. I do not. Okay, I'm glad you clarified that because you really were starting to turn. They you know, cut be a me heel right there. It's when it's when they're going up a hill and they think, "Oh, I can get around this guy." Oh trucker in my front god! Of me. And now I gotta come down 17 miles an hour off of my pace, and then they struggle getting up the hill like a. Because that just kills your day, 17. That just kills your whole day. Exactly. Tough life you live. Real suppression you express. So I'm, mean, just you ready are, for, I'm ready for AI. That's what I'm saying. You're really oppressed. Oh, my no, God. It no. just really hurts your life to, 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 to slow down for a couple of now, minutes. Now, huh? now, let me do a PSA for all of our listeners that are truckers. All you truckers out there. I, I, y'all, y'all, all right. My book. I know. I know. Uh, y'all might see on. out there. We got a smoky at mile. We got a smoky at mile marker one thirty eight. Y'all got your ears on. Come back now. Look, uh, my, uh, my buddy. The, I ain't against our listeners that are truckers, but let me give you this piece of advice, and I'm not even trying to be a dick. You're learn, learn a skill, because the bookers coming for your jobs truckers ain't going nowhere no that's you can't believe that bro they can't they can't get this autonomous driving down they don't have it down yet it's you 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 you're scare tactics right now the trucking industry i'm telling you to be prepared have another skill have somewhere else you can go be warming up in the bullpen with a new skill so when the bookers try to get you you're like nah nah i can do this now i can do some plumbing work I could do some HVAC work or I could, you know, I could be a general carpenter. You know, That's whatever you a need. business to get into HVAC. In Texas, it is. Whoo, them some bitches make some money. Right. They That's get I'm paid. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just telling you the bookers are coming for your jobs at some point, And I just want you to be able to, to, to make some of that cheddar, you know? All right, now that you didn't pissed off all of the BTT listeners I and patrons that are truckers. That, I, don't, I, I said that um, they're not the ones I'm mad at, and I gave them some valuable life advice. I'm not sure how this is a problem for anybody. Mike C., Keith Dewey, thank you for all you do. I know you're truckers, and we appreciate all your work. Doc's an idiot. Don't I, listen I bet, to them. I bet our listeners have <laughs> the girls on the mud flaps are extra thick, right? Yeah, maybe so. Well, you know, if Hopper, they got some big broads on the mud flaps. 
If you know, if, boy, you know if Harper was a trucker, he had he'd have the big ones on the on the mud. He flap. just have one big mud flap that went across the whole back of the truck. Too. <laughs> I bet you, I bet you, old Mullet of Morton's got 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 flat got a uh, mud flaps on his on his uh forklift that he drives around, and I bet you that's got some big ones on it. Oof. Hey, anyway, if you don't, if you, hey, let me tell you this, Mullet. If you think they can, if they can, if they can figure out how to automate driving an eighteen wheeler, that forklift ain't gonna do you no good either. Get you some other skills. On that note, uh, there's, Star I'm Blazer, you, there's nothing bookers love more than getting rid of low paid jobs. Do you want to be here all day? Because you, you're going on and on about truckers, and you already pissed them off. You can't clean it up any more than than you're trying to do. I ain't yourself. trying to clean nothing up. Yeah, this you are. Is, this is a worse gimmick than criminally insane it makes no it makes that transition mean makes no sense yellow is not a strong enough color flag to throw on this a bucket of piss would work this is just terrible norman being a trucker he's referring to not star blazer who's still on your screen if you're a patron right it's dumb it makes no sense i don't care i mean i care that the man's father passed away but I think trying to make literally, I mean, he Norman, the lunatic was just on television just not that long ago. So he went from being crazy, insane asylum, Norman to funny, Norman comedy, Norman Ninja turtle, Norman to now trucker, Norman stupid, just, just stupid. I don't get it. I get that the man's father passed away, but this is just dumb. On that note, we're going to go to Stan Hansen. Now after star Blazers defeats Cola Khan, Let's see what's, hear what Stan's got to say after Tommy Rich cut a promo on him earlier. The countdown's on, Tommy Rich. You got your wife and your kids out there going to drag you out of the ring. Well, I hope so, because somebody's going to have to drag you out. You know, yesterday I was telling you, you shouldn't have been sticking your nose in. The past is dead and gone. Today is today. And then in just a little while, you're going to have to pay the dues that you started. I'm going to bring the bell, Tommy Rich. You can bring your kids. You can call on all your fans. It don't matter because I don't have no fans. And I don't want them. But when I step into that ring in just a little while, I'm going to show you what's been keeping Stan Hansen going for a long time. When all the people around the United States kicking me out. Well, they got me down, but they didn't keep me down. And I'm back, and I'm bringing this bell, and I'm going to start with you, Tommy Rich. You know why? Because I want to burn the past. I want everybody to forget that past. The new Stan Hansen's here, and I've got this bell, and I'm bringing it in just a little while. You better head on out of town. I mean, meat and potatoes, but it's fine. It's quick. It's not a long one. And he's going to bring his bell, and he means business. Any thoughts, Doc? I'm eating potatoes, man. He's going to put it to him. <laughs> put it to him, yeah. <sighs> um, Anything else before we keep going? Uh, No, I mean, I think this is... Stan Hans has needed something. I'm not sure Tommy Rich is it, but it'll work for today. How about that? I, I think it's quick what they do with it, but I don't Yeah, I, don't I think so too. So we then get a series of commercials again, and then um, one of the commercials at the very end, I, I'm not going to play it, but... It's the Goodwill Games. They've been promoting it for months. It's finally starting on July 20th. So next week. Yeah. Can't wait. The Goodwill Games. And then we go to one of the most horrendous promos we will ever hear on this show. And that includes our Tim Horner promos and whatnot. Let's go to Thunderbolt Patterson now. 
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to World Championship Wrestling. The Six Malt Liquor Great American Bash in the Omni tomorrow night. And Thunderbolt Patterson will be there. Here's what he had to say. This Sunday, World Championship Wrestling gave me the opportunity again to keep my eyeballs on the only. You have ruined folks' lives. Not talking about how you dealt with mine in the past, but in the recently. You have been getting on everybody's case. So this Sunday, if you move, if you move, I am going, if you move, this Sunday, it's time to, ooh, I'm so full, I'm full up to here. Same old. But they say it's going to be a change. There will be a change. History has already been made. Call somebody. Tell somebody. Only if you move. Just move. What the hell was that? Drugs. No. No? No. I wouldn't insult him like that. <laughs> what What was that? Terrible. <laughs> and here's the thing. He just cuts... He cut a terrible promo when he started, and now he keeps cutting versions of that same terrible promo. I'm still waiting to find out what happens if Ole moves. Bruh, Thunderbolt Patterson here is a ironclad case for maybe we do need to script some of these guys no maybe you just don't need to put him on camera and have him cut a promo maybe you never bring him in maybe you bring him in but you have him do something behind the scenes Thunderbolt for real I mean they've got they've got El Gigante as the neutralizer for Ole why do you need Thunderbolt Patterson I think Oli was trying to re, you know, he was trying to recapture something from yesteryear. Yeah, yeah, and he's trying to like, you know, he's figuring, well, you know, we got these old guys, you know, they can they can still maybe do it and I I just think I think there's something yeah, not maybe still do it, but he's like, you know, the fans remember them, they'll appreciate the old aspect of it. But it it absolutely is horrendous. It's he what what did we say? He's forty nine years old at this point, Doc? I don't remember. I'm gonna look yeah. it up. He was born in nineteen forty one, so yeah. I mean, it just the man should not he should not be in front of the camera at this point. I got nothing but love and respect for Thunderbolt Patterson. He, for his time, was good. He wrestled for a long time. I looked it up just now. You know, he got his start in 64, according to the Internet. You never know if it's right. You know, in Florida, Georgia, and the Carolinas. So he's been around for a long time. The people know who he is. He should not be cutting a promo on Saturday night on primetime television on TBS in the freaking 90s. Again, I'm still waiting on to hear him say, if you move. Like, okay, Oli, if he moves, what happens? He can't, he stops mid-thought and then says something else and changes direction and then you're still waiting and then he comes back to if you move and he never says what's happening. It, it's, it's, 
I've gone on too long about it. It makes no sense. Any other thoughts before we go to Tommy Rich and Stan Hansen? It's bad. And it, it's not, it's just not good. It's not yeah. good. And what are we doing? I can't even laugh. It's that bad. It's like what Tim Horner's pro- Tim Horner's promos, as I always say, were bad, so we laughed. Look, look, bruh. Okay, so we just went to Stan Hansen and Tommy Rich. I'm gonna rewind it for you, Doc. Um look at when Tommy Rich flips Hansen over his back right here. Look at the old ladies. You could tell them old bras no no and no one love Tommy Rich from the from from back in the day. when he backflips him right there, look in the front row. They're clapping. Their hero just <laughs> just don't stand I bet those two old bras used to double team Tommy Rich <laughs> so again it's Stan Hansen versus Tommy Rich during the match Jim Ross claims Rich weighed 248 pounds when he first came to the NWA but now he's only 218 and I do agree Rich does look leaner and I think in Rich's promo is a little incoherent but I think he even said you know it's great to be back in the NWA and lost a little weight I think he even but- mentions his weight in the earlier promo it's never a good time when you got to mention your weight loss. He is. He has trimmed down, though. Would you agree? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's lost some. Okay. So um, he looks leaner, and it's good to see Tommy Rich do right by his body because Lord knows today, I don't think he's doing right by his body. <laughs> I've got a couple of emails. Bobby Murray posted something to the Facebook group, and uh, Brian Evans, a longtime Hall of Fame patron, he sent an email of pictures of Tommy Rich at a recent indie show, and woo Woo! Lord have mercy. Anyway, um, Jim Ross talks about Stan Hansen being suspended from for, from the NWA for many years, but he claims that just got removed. Another note I didn't make at the beginning of the show, Cobb County, I don't have the attendance, but it's packed in there. It is packed. Uh, Doc, any thoughts on this match before I go to the finish on how everything breaks down here? Hansen's 40. He doesn't sound like Thunderbolt, though. No. Yeah. I thought, you know, so you come out here and Hanson comes out super fast. He's all over him. Rich slows it down. This is just, I mean, this is wrestling. Is it not? I think so. I think these these guys do. uh, Like Tommy Rich's style is that slow style. Um, Yeah. But Hanson is a brawler and a bruiser, and he beat the piss out of you. And I thought that the styles work well together. I mean, they're look. I joke about Tommy Rich. He knows what he's doing. He's not pitiful in the ring. Uh, Stan he Hansen, knows how to work his style, and he knows how to work the crowd. You can yeah. like it, not like it, whatever. That's right. But he's not inept at the craft. Nope, I'm right there with you. All right, so I mean, you we, have you have some real severe issues with him, but that has nothing to do with what we're watching or talking about. No, I got nothing against Tommy Rich. Oh, okay, that's right. Y'all are buddies, right? Yeah. So here's the finish. Uh, Hanson, Tommy Rich is kind of teeing off on Hanson. He's just you know laying in the punches, and Hanson is just going to toss Rich over the top rope to the floor. So on that note, right there, as you see it, Pee Wee Anderson calls for a DQ, and then. Hanson just looks at the referee and says, He should have thrown the ref over too. Well, he's going to hit him with a lariat, so that might be just as bad. That was a weak lariat, though. It was. It was weak. He didn't hit him hard. And then Hanson grabs his cowbell 
and he starts laying in the Tommy Rich, and he like even it. kicks he even kicks the ref on the floor. This is Stan Hansen style stuff, and I got no problem with it. Thought it was a fine finish, even though it's not clean. I thought it's good. You see him kick he kicked Pee Wee down there, and now he just starts. <laughs> He's just going to potato Tommy Rich. Well, he potatoed him already with the bell, and then he walks off. So he doesn't beat him up too bad, but he catches him one good time, and that's enough. Any other thoughts? DQ. Tommy Rich wins. I thought this was a good wrestling match. It was a good way to start what may be a potential feud, and uh, I had no problems with this. Yeah, me either. Me either. It is the start of a a short feud from from what we remember. All right, on that note, we got something. Missy Hyatt's got to plug the main event, and she sends Harper a message. Hi, I'm Missy Hyatt. Join me and Jim Ross tomorrow at 6.05 on TBS for the NWA main event. We're going to have a TV title bout with Iron Anderson. We'll also have Lex Luger and Stan Hansen and a special danger zone with the Rock and Roll Express. Now, don't keep me waiting. I won't. She told Harper, don't keep her waiting. God almighty, look at that. What do you think of that Missy look? What she's got on with the lace and whatnot? It's too much, but I'll it's, take it's, it. It's getting to you? No, it's it's too much fabric. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, 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 right. I need okay. a pair of scissors. <laughs> well, then we get a series of commercials. Again, we got Braves baseball coming up shortly. And Nintendo Game Boy, Mountain Man, the movie. I don't know what the hell that was on TBS. <laughs> Um, do you remember a movie called Mountain Man? No, sir. You know, you know, if Hopper heard that, he'd be like, he'd be like, what is, what are we doing here? <laughs> uh, anyway, Ford Fairlane, lots of other stuff. So let me get to the, to the next segment because that's going to be the final segment of the show. We go to, after the series of commercials, we're going to go now to a promo and it's Jim Ross and he's sitting here with Nick Patrick. And Nick Patrick is going to deliver a message regarding what happened with Stan Hansen. Here that is. Here, ladies and gentlemen, with senior referee Nick Patrick. And Nick, you can't let this thing go on with Stan Hansen. Well, I realize a lot of things happen between wrestlers. But whenever a wrestler touches a referee, then he's gone too far. And as of right now, Stan Hansen is suspended for 30 days and fined $5,000. I know that you've got to put some meat in these rules. And he's going to be suspended for 30 days. He's got to learn to respect the official. What do you mean suspended? Nobody's suspended. What are you talking about, boy? 30 days suspension and a $5,000 fine. $5,000. Hey, if you put your hands on hey. me, we'll double the fine and make the suspension for a year. There is. Nobody suspends me. Nobody. Let me tell you something. Nobody What you talking about? Nobody suspends me. Nobody suspends me. I'm gonna come back. You can freak me out, but Stan Hansen is gonna be back, no matter what. I'm gonna be back. So, I was kind of scared for Jr. for a second because he he looked like he was actually scared for a minute there. He didn't. He looked like man, this guy is out of control. What, what do you think about Stan Hansen? One getting suspended and. Their Nick Patrick and Jr.'s reaction to it. In in the if you just look at it, there's nothing wrong with this. 
my problem with it is that Stan Hansen didn't say anything, and he if I think he would have been better if he had a if the he had a real personal issue. And there was more at stake for him to talk about rather than you can't suspend me. Other than that, he's great. Nick Patrick didn't look too scared, but JR, if you watch his facial expressions, he seems like, like right there, especially when Hanson slapped the mic out of his hand, he's like, you can tell he kind of took him for a second. But I tell you, man, look at the fans. They're staring. They, Stan's got their attention. <laughs> but here's the problem. This would have been much better if he would have laid Tommy out. And I mean, blood and. You know. Fair enough. Yeah, there's there's some fairness to that. If he lays Tommy Rich out with the I mean, Tommy Rich is busted open. It, it definitely has a much better effect. I'm total agreement with you there. So after that, the show, there's a few seconds left. They do a plug for the Sunday night main event on uh, TBS. And that's how the show actually wraps up. So Doc and I need to uh, rate it and hand out some Rolexes. Before we do so, once again, don't forget to become a patron at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. That is tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt, a great way to support this show. You get a ton of extra content. Lots of extra shows, 300 plus are currently available. The video versions are out there as well, uh, and it helps support the show. We're ad-free, so please become a patron because that's basically how we support things since we don't have ads. Uh, Doc, you want to rate it or hand out a Rolex first? Uh, you, you tell me what we're doing. It's, it's the holiday season. You know what? I'll hand out my Rolex. Arn Anderson. <laughs> Let's make it easy. I thought long and hard. You gave it to Colacon, didn't you? What's wrong with you? No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, I, I, I really thought about Stan Hansen here. All right. But Arn was Arn was just too good. Yeah, Arn's too good. He took a Tim Horner line and made it good. That's that's doing something. Not everybody can take a Tim Horner line and make it good. Arn can. So I'm in total agreement. I, I totally agree with you. Totally. All right. So then, what are you going to rate it? Uh, you know, this had some interesting jobbers to look at. This had some uh, decent matches, good promos. 57 minutes. 57 minutes. Watched it three weeks ahead of time. <laughs> I was done with it. <laughs> I'm going to say A-. minus. It would get an A for me, but... I got to go A minus just based on Thunderbolt Patterson. What are you? What the hell are y'all doing? Ugh. So I'll go A minus. Look, 57 minutes. A minus. Uh, I'm going to go with the same thing. But overall, not bad. Again, you got to understand it for the context of its time, too. You couldn't do this today. 
because you would need to follow up with your pay-per-view that you just had a week ago. But this was taped before your pay-per-view, so you can't necessarily have things from your pay-per-view fall out here. Again, you can do that back then. <laughs> you can't do that now. So that's that's my that's all I'll say. Um, there's nothing new from it. So you kind of have to just go with what they present this week. Um, but they did a good job, I think, because they introduced the whole Stan Hansen thing. And it, it's that part's not tied into what happened at the pay-per-view. Tommy Rich wrestled Harley at the pay-per-view. So there's, you know, it was good that they did that with Tommy Rich at the pay-per-view because now you've got Tommy Rich disassociated with that. And now he's with Stan Hansen. So, I mean, they kind of started something new what that wasn't tied into whatever that was and something that didn't need to be seen at the pay-per-view. So on that note, I want to remind everyone, please remember to email Chris Harper or hardbodyharper at chrishopper 16 wildcat at gmail.com. If you would like a video shout out, life advice, relationship advice, or if you'd like to give one of your wretched family members some life advice, relationship advice, or tell them how to be a better human being, because that's a problem in today's world. Have Harper cut that promo on them and have him do it to them again email them chrisharper 16 wildcat at gmail.com tell them what you want in your video and then paypal him to cc30388cc at yahoo.com and he would have greatly appreciated uh look at that as your own special christmas gift to your very own hard body hopper the superstar who unfortunately due to scheduling reasons hasn't been able to join us the last couple of weeks on the episode also, check out our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, the northern version of ETT, slightly classier, a little bit more professional, but still fun nonetheless. They support us, so please support them. Thanks, Joe and Quinn, for all your plugs. And then lastly, check out the Bottom Line cast with Mike Poo and JV. They also do our ECW show on the Patreon feed, but they do a free show on the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin on their own feed. Again, the Bottom Line cast with Mike Poo and JV. Thanks, Mike. JV for all your plugs and the ECW show that you do on our Patreon feed. Uh, Doc, two weeks from Christmas, man. It's gonna, it's gonna be here before we know it, dude. It it really is. I mean, it's you know the night that everybody's listening to this or tomorrow on Friday the tenth. You're two weeks away. You're two weeks and a day away. Um, any We're thoughts not ready. before we get out of here? I, I'm not ready. I, I it's it's too close. I I know it it's too close. I think maybe we should just start drinking. I'm down with that. Let's start right now. For most things, it's like fuck it. If we're gonna get start right now, go ahead. No, go ahead. I cut you off. I mean, if we're gonna get in trouble, we might as well get in trouble. Yeah, do something to get in trouble for it, right? Justify it. Uh, What else before we get out of here, man? Am I missing anything? Man, no. I'm going to do one last check to see if um, if we've gotten any new patrons before I shut this thing down since uh, since we started the show. I don't see anything. And I'm, I'm, I'm also going to check the uh, also going to check. Well, I mean, you know, also going to check the five star reviews, double check since we were recording this so far out in real time. You all are going to hear us next week. But in recording time, <laughs> we won't record again for another three weeks that's how far away we're out right now pretty much so that's why i'm like yeah it's uh or not three weeks but close to 
Anyway, Doc, uh, anything else before we get out of here? No, no five-star reviews. I did just refresh it, and I don't see anything new. Uh, so on that note, you know, if you sent something in before <laughs> Thanksgiving, we'll get to it after Thanksgiving, somewhere in that time, uh, space-time continuing. You got anything else, or you want to hit the tagline? Book it, bitch.